I'd wish he'd stop drilling. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Dead air. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dead Air podcast, where nothing is really as it seems, and we're all all over the place and mixed up this week. It's Thursday, the 12th of April, or even the 2nd of April, 2009, and I am Nick. And I'm stupidly sat here listening to this drilling. I wish you'd just stop. Okay. Stop! Uh... Stop! That's not working. Oh. I bet I can make it stop, though. Go on, then. What's the matter? What? With what? Oh, you just seem a bit depressed. I'm always depressed. No, but at the moment you do seem a bit down in the dumps. Okay, I'm down in the dumps. This morning, on the way to work... Yep. I almost had a heart attack. That's cheering me up slightly. Tell me more. Well, I was driving along the road, and I went down this particularly long, straight part of the road. Yeah, and then, in my rearview mirror, I noticed a police speed van in the bushes on the side of the road, which I could only see in the rearview mirror because of the way the bushes were. So why'd you have a heart attack? You weren't speeding? Nope. But I wasn't sure what the speed limit was on that road. I was going at 55. Ah. Uh. And I thought, well, the speed limit's national speed limit here, so I'm fine. But what if it's not? What if I'm speeding? I'm going to get a ticket and I'm going to get into all sorts of trouble. And, you know, I was looking for a sign on the, for the next, like, five minutes and I couldn't see any speed limit signs. Yeah. So I didn't know. And even I now, I still don't still know. They all think the best possible action when you're in face with that situation is to drive into the back of the van. Yeah, but you can't. If, they've, if you've already passed it, turn around and then drive into the back of the van. Why is that going to help? Because you can say something like, I don't know, my accelerator pedal was stuck, hence I was going too fast, I lost control, and I'm sorry I hit your van, and oh, is that your camera in pieces on the floor? I'm really sorry. My insurance will pay for that. That's, yeah. That's my top tip of the week. Terrible. Um, What about the heart attack I gave you this morning? When we were discussing Lost, and I, I was talking about how the theory of electro magnetism and you got a magnet and I said that won't work you need electricity and then you got a big mains cable and stuck it on the end of it and I said yeah but it needs to be plugged in and then you went across the room and as you were plugging it and I went bang yeah it was it wasn't funny though was it it was funny to see your face drain to pure white do you know what I did on Sunday what um do you remember last week's apprentice they did the car washing thing yeah not last night's the one from last week I'm yeah because um, we'll talk about last night's later. Yeah. But um, in last week's Apprentice, they had to wash cars or they had to do cleaning things. Yeah. Now, do you remember I said to you, why didn't they just get a bunch of buckets and sponges yep. and just go and clean cars, or, you know, for a fiver each or something? Why didn't they just go on the dole and stay at home? That's what everyone else does. You get more money when you're an underdog. I don't think Alan Sugar would give you a job if you... Yeah, but imagine this. There's you... seven of them, right? Right. They all sign on, right? They don't go to work. They'll get more money than they would have done cleaning cars. What I did on Sunday was clean my car with a bucket and a sponge. And what do you want, a fiver? It was really hard work. 
I was exhausted at the end of it. And I realised that it's not actually that easy to clean your whole car with a sponge. And Alan Sugar didn't ask you to do it. No, I cleaned it because it was dirty. I've never cleaned it since I got it. Well, my car's dirty and I'm not cleaning it. I, I've had How it... much did you charge me to clean my car? £40. Properly clean it? I'll do inside and out. Oh, OK. I might take up on that. How long do you reckon it would take to clean a car inside and out? Well, clean my car? Well, yours is just like a standard car, isn't it? Yeah, but my car is incredibly dirty. Well, it wouldn't matter. I mean, you'd have to clean the cars to a certain standard. If you if you're proper va- proper valeting a car, it's got to be like new. Problem is, you're forty quid though. That's about the price of a, a professional. Yeah, I know, and that's what I'm saying. I will do as good a job as a professional. Yeah. And you know, I'll do it for you in your driveway. You won't have to go anywhere. I'll use your electric. Now that's costing me I'll even get more now. soapy water all over your hallway while I'm traipsing in and out with a bucket of water slopping all over the place. It'll just be a nightmare. You might as well just take it somewhere and I'd get it done. So I'm not having you slopping all over my house. I watched a film called Knowing. Uh-huh. It's a... Has it got Alan Partridge in it? No, it's a Nicolas Cage film. Uh-huh. About Is this... it the one where he knows that the end of the world's going to happen? Yeah. And it happens. I don't want to spoil the film. Right. Although the poster does show a photograph of the Earth exploding on it. Which... Yeah, but that could be just in his mind. Yeah. But obviously it isn't by your facial expressions. No, I'm not saying it so is. So the world does die. Because he might save it. That's the thing. I'm telling you now, he doesn't save it. Right, can I just save everyone who's listening to this a lot of time? Don't go and see it. How did you know I was going to say that? Because I've seen it. It's rubbish. First of all, the the basic plot is is kind of good. Which is that aliens have sent a message via this girl in school that the world is going to end on a certain date yeah. and what to do about it. But the message is then put inside a time capsule for 50 years. So Why? All of the Why events... was it put inside a time capsule? Why didn't they just think about it for 50 years? Exactly. come up with the, the plan of how to So sort? immediately it was stupid because of that, right? Uh, second of all, the aliens in the end, they took the children away with them, leaving all the adults behind. So it was a bit like alien abduction, but with the permission of the parents, which was a bit weird. Um, and also, there was something a bit freaky about the idea of a couple of 12-year-old kids being taken away and just left on a planet to fend for themselves. It's like, okay, what? So now they're going to start a whole new generation of people? They're 12 years old. What, what are they going to do? You know, they can't even make their own food, crying out loud. Um um, and uh, the other thing was that there was no way of saving the world. You know, the Earth didn't get saved. It just got totally blown up. Yeah. So it was like, what was the point? Why did they even bother having a film that where the end of the film... They did don't it or save did it world? not kill two hours of your life? Well, it was, yeah, I suppose. But there you go, then. That's the point of the one film. One and a half stars for special effects, which were amazing. But 
I will say this. One and a half stars for special effects, which are amazing. You mean five stars for special effects? No, no. And it, one what and I'm saying stars. the film, the out of five stars, I give the film one and a half stars. And the only reason it gets one and a half stars is because the special effects are so good. Right. If it hadn't been for the special effects, it would have zero stars. And how was Nicolas Cage? His usual self. He's the same in every film he's in. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's Con Air or... He wasn't the same in Face Off because he was John Travolta. Yeah. Mind you, you said he was good in that one where it's like Tomb Raider sort of style movie. Sort oh, of um, Indiana the, Jones type yeah, thing. Yeah, National Treasure. Yeah, you said he, that was good. National Treasure 1 was very good. National Treasure 2 was just usual sequel. How many stars would you give National Treasure? National Treasure 3.9. And what about National Treasure 2? 3.6. Right. There's not a lot in it, then. No. This is the moment. This is the time. For Rob's tip of the week. I did it earlier. That wasn't the top tip. It is. If you get, if you think you've been collared by a Gatsu or something, just drive straight into it. The top tips are getting stupid now. What? Well, they used to be sensible, sort of good ideas that you could. Yeah, but there's only do. so many top tips that you can come up with. Well, no, because you could, you could, you, you could. Let's just say, for example, you're working in a, in, a, in a makeup establishment and you do makeup, right? Yeah. And you go in and you say to the woman behind the counter, "Have you got any top tips?" And they say, "Yeah, always wash your face before you put makeup on." And you go in the week after and you say, "Any top tips?" And they say, "Yeah, uh, always wash your hair first before you put conditioner in it." And then the week after you go in and say, "Any top tips?" And then they go. Yeah, always put your rubbish out on the morning of the collection to stop the seagulls from attacking it, right? I'm sorry, you're going to at that point say, listen, these top tips, they've sort of gone off the point a bit. The point is, I'm dried out. I'm like a guy that's been up all night, if you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, there's nothing left of me. But I can't give you any more. Stop it. Don't ask me to give you any more. I can't. It's physically impossible. Wait a bit, come back, and I might give you some more. What about if I've got a top tip? Then you'll have to do a Nick's top tip. So it'll be... Nick's tip of the week! If you run out of soap in your bathroom, you can use fairy liquid to wash your hands. See? That was a good tip. Yeah, but that was like, you know... You know, you know that moment where, 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 where you've been getting loads, right? And then, and then you've got like... <laughs> You know, and you're at that point where you haven't had any for like a month and you've got that build up and then I go, voucher coupons, right? You go, wow, that was that was a load that I wanted to hear, right? And then you've just come out with I'm sorry, what a fairy are you, liquid, what right? What are you talking about? Which means that, you know, that's, that's the best you can give. I'm really confused now. <laughs> I was trying to use an analogy of something else that I was trying to oh, use. Oh, God, you know what? Well, I'm sorry, I come out with really good top tips and you were coming out with wash your face with fairy liquid, which means that the best top tip you can come up with is wash your face with fairy liquid, which means you're already at my level. In other words, you've had all your I've got another creative you. juices I've got, zapped out of you. I've got another top tip for you. What's that? But my top tips are going to be quite specific, though. Right. For example, if you've got a car that has uh, problems with the battery and you have problems starting it, Always park it on a hill so you can roll it down the hill in the mornings to start it. Yeah, but that's not a top tip from Nick. That's just the top tip from the bloke from the AA. I got another tip for you. Go on then. I got another car one. Go I on can then. do a special on cars, me. Uh, in the winter when it's frosty, right? Yeah. You have to figure out where the sun is shining in the morning 
And you don't have to figure anything out. It's always in the same spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah but depend. You know where you live. You look around where you live. And so you change house regularly. Wait, I'm trying to explain. Let's say in the morning when the sun comes up, it's not necessarily going to be shining directly on your windscreen, is it? Might be. Well, if it depends is, where you live. If it is, then this top tip doesn't apply. But in the in the circumstances, so hang on. There's conditions on the top tip. Look, if you want your window to be frost-free, just line your car up with the rising sun, and when you go to the car in the morning, your window will be frost-free. Yeah. You have to figure out around where you live. If you've just been gatsoed by a small camera on the side of the road, and your car is a big car, and the weather is right conditions, and you haven't got any passengers in your car, (laughs) and there's no one looking, and it's late at night, just drive the car into the post. Knock it over and steal the camera. At least knock it over to the point where the hard drive gets trashed. Right. It's all Wi-Fi these days, isn't it? So you, you, it's not going to work. I don't think it's all Wi-Fi. I think you'll find it is. So you're trying to tell me that somebody's got a little router stuffed yeah, up a tree somewhere. It's called... It's the new Wi-Fi. It's called Super Wi-Fi. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. It's, okay, well, it's easy because I'll just do it. You don't know about it because just, you don't read the local paper. It'll just paper. be a Nick's top tip, right? It'll be, if you're driving down the road and you've been hit by a Gatso camera, the weather conditions are right, you haven't got a passenger, there's no one looking and it's late at night and it's not Wi-Fi, right? Then drive into it. See, that's, that's one of your top tips. See, that's... mine apply to every single person listening to the podcast, right? So mine are so general that everyone can appreciate it. Yours are... If, got, if you want to wash car. your face and you haven't got any soap, use fairy liquid. Not everyone has fairy liquid in I've their got house. A, I've got a generally good one now for you. Go on, then. Let's say you need to cool down a can of Coke really, really quickly. Yes. Right? Uh, let's say you just bought one from the shop and it's not been in the fridge and it's warm. Yeah. You need to cool it. But you haven't got time. Here's what you do. Get a bowl. Fill it with some water and some ice cubes and pour some soap Oh, yeah, because I carry ice cubes around me all the time. Put some put some ice cubes and water and salt, and then swirl the swirl it round with the coke can inside it, and that'll bring bring the temperature of the coke right down, and you'll have a nice cool can of coke in less than two minutes, and it really works. I've got top tip. Go on. If ever right, you uh, need a uh, chilled can of coke because you just bought one from the shops and they're warm. Just get some liquid nitrogen, pour it in a bowl, and submerge the bottom section of the can into the bowl, right? And let the the temperature of the liquid nitrogen cool down the can. And because you've only done the bottom bottom section, you can hold the top section and therefore sip without being frostbitten. You're just making fun of me. (laughs) What was wrong with my top tip? Oh, excuse me. What about the one where you had to go into the post office? Yes. Take the envelopes off the shelf, write on them, and then not pay for them. That's a tip, is it? That's a brilliant top tip. Right, so uh, let's do a Rob's top tip now. Uh, Yeah, don't pay for sandwiches in in supermarkets. Just eat them first. (laughs) (laughs) Eat them while you're walking I wanted to do that, but you said that's not possible because you always leave evidence behind. There's always crumbs and there's always the empty packaging. Oh, God. Come on. Why are you shouting? Because I'm annoyed. I've had a really, really bad couple of weeks, right? So come on, come on. Oh, I've got a top tip. Go on then, come on. Right. If you're having a bad couple of weeks... (laughs) Just just record a podcast with Nick and vent all your frustration and uh, you'll feel great afterwards. How do you feel now? I feel miles better. See? 
that's a top tip that works as long as you've got a nick and a podcast <laughs> now that's no good i'm annoyed now because <laughs> now there's conditions on it again all my top tips come with conditions it's the nature of the tips well the you, tips don't you wouldn't get that from the robster no no you get something else like what what does that mean Come on, seeing as you're attacking me today, you, you just explain what that means. What am I going to give everybody else? Tips which are so daft that they, they don't really help. Like, how can you say that driving your car into a speed camera van is a top tip? One, your car will be wrecked. You're doing the public a favour because that van will be off the road. Not if everyone's going at the speed limit. Two, right? You would demolish the camera... And you eliminate the evidence. Yeah, what if you hurt the policeman? Three? Well, he's a policeman. Oh, right, so he's not a real person. Yeah, but he's signed up for it. You're being policist. He's fair game! You're gonna, you, you better watch it. We've got some policemen who listen to our podcast. You're going to get in trouble. Yeah, and, and I, didn't I help the police out the other day with their inquiries? Actually, didn't have any inquiries until I phoned them first. Yeah, but what about when our, when our listeners, who are policemen hear this part, they're going to get upset with you. Listen, I've got nothing against policemen, to be fair. I love the police. It's the traffic scum that I've, I hate. I've got their best Traffic album. police scum. I like Roxanne. They're horrible. Don't stand close, I hate close traffic to police. me. All they are is a uh, tax. My favourite one's Message a in a Bottle. on the motorist. I love that one. I think it's like an get rid analysis. Of run him over. Let's start a campaign. See a policeman with a gun in his hand. Run him over. Don't mean a normal gun. Like I mean because he might shoot meaning. you. I mean a radar gun. Just if you see and one on them on the side of the road it, in a hedge, okay, he shouldn't be in that hedge. Most of them trespass, you know. They stand in like private property hedges these days, and they stand there with their guns, and you drive past, and they've trespassed to get you. That's committing an offence to catch someone committing an offence. Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't like their instrumental track, though, that I've, that's on the album. That one's not so good. So, yeah, if you see a policeman on the side of the road and he's not doing Are people for... you repeating for, yourself? For, yeah. Stop it, repeating yourself. It's such an important thing. I thought no, I'd mention it twice. There's no need. I'm going to edit this part out. Don't edit this part out. Not when I'm in full rant. What, you mean when you're in the middle of a... And uh, apparently the, uh, the man said that he wasn't even there. Run him over. Oh. Just run him over. Don't kill him, just run him over. Put him in, make him think twice about standing in someone's bush. Roxanne. Scum. You don't have to put on the red light. See, the fire brigade, they don't, they don't stand outside your house giving you, you tickets for setting up a barbecue, do the they? Night. See, they're a nice service that they offer the public. Roxanne. See, the police, the traffic police... All they do is drive around in their fancy cars, speeding around with their flashing lights on it, right? And every time they see you drive past with a wonky wheel or a light hanging off the front of your car, oh, that's it. That's an excuse to give some money to somebody else. Put on the red light. And then they don't even spend that money on things that they should be spending the money on. You don't have to put on the red light. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. What do you reckon about this guy who's married to that Miss Minister and she accidentally claimed some expenses of movies that they'd watch? What movies did he watch? Uh, Surf's Up, yeah. which is like a cartoon, I think. Right. Um, 
I'm not sure what I can't remember what the other one was. Was he doing some piece on surfing? No. Uh, but the, the the thing that the papers all got onto was the fact that he ordered two uh, adult films at five pounds each. What like what? Oh, they didn't say what what films they were. Well, although if you think about it, right? How come the ad because the other films were three pounds seventy five? Now I'm not being funny. But, you know, these Hollywood blockbusters? Yeah. I think one of them was a huge blockbuster. It was like the X-Men or something. Uh-huh. Um, and it was £3.75. Now, those blockbusters, they make they cost a lot of money, right? Yeah. Now, porn movies, you know... He was watching porn movies? They're pretty cheap to make, aren't they? I mean, all you need to make a porn movie is a couple of uh, Polish immigrants <laughs> and a camera. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> Have I offended the Polish people again? I don't. I always do that. See, I can apologise to the police force, right? Well, I can apologise to the police force. Oh dear. So, um, yeah, all you need is a couple of uh, couple of people who'll be. See, you can stop becoming a policeman, but you can't stop becoming a Polish person. Listen. So I'm, you know how, how I, you know. I'll use a Rob expression. I'm telling you now, right? I'm telling you now. If you you wanted to make a porn film, you could you could pull it in for less than five. And when was quid. the last time you watched a Polish porn film? Well, I never watch porn films, but I'm just saying, compared to a block... Well, right, when was the last time you heard about a Polish porn film? Never. As far as I'm aware, there's never been one. So how can you, you know, brand the Polish people as because being Because there's loads of Polish stars? people coming and living in Britain at the moment. Right, so they're all porn stars. Well, yeah, but they're, they're you know, they need money, don't they? So you, you get a couple of Polish people and you Most say... Most of these Polish people are fully we'll skilled two... people, which is why they're coming... Here's a policeman walking past our shop. And we'll, give you, say, we'll give you £250 each to be in a porn film, and they'll go, uh... Why would he go, go I'm a fully... Tak, which means I'm yes, a fully qualified yes doctor, Yeah, right? and he'll go... Or I'm a fully qualified plumber. Yeah, or, but they can't or, speak English. It doesn't matter. So they'll go, tak, and you go, okay, here's £250, take your clothes off, do the business with that girl over there, and they'll go, tak, and the girl will go, tak, and that's it. They'll do it, you film it with a camera... Then you make a DVD and you sell it for £5 on the Sky Channel. And the Hollywood blockbuster, which cost like a million pounds, they sell that for £3.75. That doesn't even make any sense. The porn one should be like 50p because that one was so cheap to make. And the other one, which was like a million pounds to make, that one should cost like £37.50 if you want to watch that one because it's so expensive. gets knocked off as the anti-piracy lobby changed their approach thanks to Nick and Rob. Yes, this is the news that the Federation Against Copyright Theft have taken our advice. Ah, you know that for a fact, do you? (laughs) God, that is so funny. I forgot to laugh. Yes, um, you know how you... We were saying quite a while ago that when you go to the cinema... In fact, I think it was our first or second podcast. Right. We were saying how when you go to the cinema, you get it rammed down your throat. Don't pirate movies, don't copy films. So this is a Nick Predicts, then? I'm not sure if it falls under the under the remit of Nick Predicts, because okay. it didn't happen a week later. Okay. Um, although we have got a Nick Predicts. Have we? Coming up in a minute, yeah. But, um, no, this is more, more of a sort of a, you know, we've put something out there. Okay. And it has happened. Okay. Now, it might be coincidence, mm. but I like to believe it's because of something that we discussed. 
Right. Do you remember when we were talking about James Bond? Yeah. And I told you that there was a thing before James Bond started where the actor who plays James Bond came on and said, my name's Daniel Craig, and I just want to take a moment to thank you all for coming and paying and paying for a I ticket. I thought James Bond was Craig David. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm, I, well, that was just a joke. Right. But the point is, you know, that he comes out on the screen and he says, um, I just want to thank you for paying for a ticket and coming and watching the film in the cinema because it's people like you that are keeping the movie industry going. Cool. Do you remember that? Yes. Right. Today, they have just announced a new advertising campaign where they're changing their approach. They're getting rid of this knockoff Nigel thing. They're getting rid of the... You've seen the advert where the, where the girl is downloading something and it goes... Yeah. Download. You wouldn't steal a handbag. That one. Um, you know you know the one I mean? Well, and I don't know. I mean, how much money is in the handbag? <laughs> well, you're always doing this. You're making the news take 20 minutes because you okay. can... Stop trying to argue. With it. All <laughs> Just right. Let's, let's fly through it. Come yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now they've got this new advert, new advert, it goes, listen, uh, we just want to say thanks for buying a ticket. You're supporting the film industry, and we really appreciate Not it. Not really needed, though, is it? The woman at the desk when you bought the ticket should have said, thanks for buying a ticket. Um, that's a lot of money wasted again. That's, that's, that's putting the prices of tickets up. Let's, cu- let's cut that out. Let's, let's have none of that. Yeah, let's, but just, let's just watch the film. Thanks just, very much. It's just a different approach, isn't it? Because for, for years and years... they've been... Stop approaching. Just, just get on with it. Just... When you sell the ticket, say thanks. You've you've helped us out a lot. All right. Well, maybe now that we've said that, that'll happen in a few months. Cool. Nick Brickens. The clocks went forward. Eh? The clocks went forward on Sunday. Right. One hour. And in last week's podcast, we were talking about time and clocks. Do you remember we were talking about the uh, radio-controlled clock? Oh, yeah, because yeah. Because of yeah. rugby, because of the Greenwich thing. Right. So because of us, they put the <laughs> clocks forward. No, I'm not saying that that happened because of us. That's why a Nick's Predicts is different from the news item. Right. I'm saying that the news thing happened because of us. Right. But the predictions, they're not, you know, like we're not influencing that. That's just stuff that happens and it gets predicted in the okay, podcast c- without realising it. Can we talk about clocks again in the hope they put them back again? No, because the thing is that everyone's going to think, well, they must have known the clocks were going forward. But it, the truth is we didn't know the clocks were going forward. No, I've just we found out. We didn't have a clue. Is that why you've been an hour late all week? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really three o'clock now. You probably think it's four o'clock. Or right. Do you, do you think it's three o'clock? I don't know. You see, I'm confused. I don't know. What does that mean now, then? So if we were still on the old time, would it be four o'clock now? I it, don't The know. clock's going back, don't they? Back to where? H. Samuels? Oh, God. I've no idea. Can I, can, I, can I talk about my film review? You did yours earlier, and I forgot to do mine. Oh, right. But I asked you if you'd seen anything, and you went, um... Well, I was trying to decide whether I should say or not. Oh, OK. Um, shall I play the jingle for Go you? on, then. <laughs> I I saw the new X-Men movie last night. The Wolverine one? Yep, the Wolverine one. Not very good. I give it about three out of five because there seem to be bits missing in it. My mate Nigel, he gave me a copy of it. And it's, you know, it's all right, but, you know, there's like loads of green bits in it and it was just bits of wires hanging all over. It's almost like they hadn't even bothered, you know, so I'm not not getting any more. Was this knockoff Nigel by any chance? I only know him as Nigel. Right. Oh, you wouldn't steal a handbag, would you? Depends how much money's in it. 
Would you steal a car? Yes. Oh, you know that uh, downloading movies is, is theft. I thought it was an everyday occurrence. Oh. If everyone's doing it, what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like law, isn't it? If, if, if everyone accepts, you know, that, you know, thieving is a good thing for the community, then it, it, it becomes criminal not to thieve. So all we've got to do is get all the people that thieve films, get together, and as long as they're in the majority, they can set a law and a president that says, president or president? I don't really think it works like that. Well, look, everyone got together and said, we shouldn't kill anybody, and then we went, okay, we'll make that a law, right? I think that comes from God. See, most of the laws are based on, on the, uh, the commandments. All oh, right, well, then we're covered. Thou shalt not download well, films the, the, is not in the commandments, so therefore we're okay. I think the third one is thou shalt not steal. Anyway, I'm only joking. I, did, I just saw it on the news last night and I thought it was really funny. I thought I'd mention it as the review that I did. Okay, I okay. haven't seen it really. All right. But apparently it's pants because it's got loads of wires in it and you can see all the green screen and everything. So don't bother going to it's see it. It's a copy, it. is it? No, it's... A, it's, it's, it's I'm the, confused. It's, the actual film has come out yeah. and it's rubbish? No, it's not come out yet. You mean there's there's one doing the rounds? There's one doing the rounds, yeah, in perfect mint quality, apparently. With loads of gaps. Yeah, with, with well, that you see the wires where they're flying and stuff, and and the, 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 all the all the walls are painted green. And that would actually be quite cool to see, though. Should we, should we download? Maybe like a making of. A making of. Yeah, a making of. You know when you watch a making of DVD and they show you how they made it. Ah. Should we talk about the Apprentice? Oh, the Apprentice. Okay, stand by. That was a bit short. Well, that was the bit of the Apprentice music. Right. Where copyright law prevents us from playing above a certain number of seconds. Of... So those are the best bits of the music you could find. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's because you wanted to put uh, REM Night Swimming in at the beginning. That's yeah. why That's why we couldn't do it. Fair enough. Uh, Apprentice last night. Yes. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what The Apprentice is, yeah. get a telly. What do you think? Uh, I think they're all stupid. As they usual. are so stupid. Why didn't they just buy ready-made volivants? Exactly. Tesco? Also, have none of them heard of the internet? What is going on? I mean, you know, if you don't know what something is, what do you do? Google it. Exactly. Google or it. Ask Jeeves. Oh, yeah, or boring. even a Wikipedia. Jeeves is a, ba- is a butler. He'd know all about food. If you go on Wikipedia, yeah. right, and do a search for cheese, yeah. or even if you go in Google and do a search for cheese, why would I want to search for cheese? I'm giving you an example of something. Oh, okay. Right. I'm just. Let I me, hate cheese. Right. Let me get to the end, and then. In you... fact, one of the podcasts I said I really hate cheese at the beginning, just to let the viewers know. Viewers. Yeah. Are they watching the podcast now? You are still they? view it, don't you? Well, I suppose so. Maybe we should put some pictures on this one. Well, hey, do you be. know what? Let me finish a sentence. You just did. If you go on Google and do a search for cheese, the first result is Wikipedia's cheese page. Yeah. And if you click on it, there is a beautiful photograph of a plate of cheese oh. with all the different kinds of cheeses. Camembert? I don't know what kinds are on there, but it looks awesome. Now, you know, that, I would have thought, would have been a good thing that they could have done. Right. It's like, go on Wikipedia and look for Volavon, and it would have shown them what it was, and they would have... Don't picked... you go... In fact... You can get a party for a fiver in Iceland, right? So I bet there's some volivants there, frozen yeah. volivants. And they spent like 240 quid. So imagine no, one of spent 700 pounds. Yeah, and they made well, they 180 made pounds in costumes. Yeah, but see, why did they go in the costumes, right? What would be the point? You know, you're trying to make as much money as possible. You know, they've already agreed to pay you 750 quid for the evening. So why then go away and go? Do you know what? We'll go out and spend 180 pounds on costumes. Yeah, I think the women who obviously won yeah. by a mile. 
they had the right idea, but it's just a shame that they didn't do it perfect because they could have very easily made the food a lot better. I'm they had the you, expertise, they had the manpower, they had the the. I bet, I bet our best store Tesco's would have done something like I don't know thirty volumes for a tenner or something, and you could have bought multiple packs of that, thrown, whacked them in the oven, put them on a plate, and sent them. Out. I don't know. I don't think that for the for the scale that they were doing it, I don't think there you could was have only made something it. like. 30 well, that, people. That, that was the thing I didn't get right because when you saw it at one point, somebody was chopping up tomatoes and she had this huge, like, m- massive bowl of tomatoes. Cut. Yeah. Did you see that as well? Yeah. And then when they were going on doing it, they just had like a few trays with some things and, on. And since when does a volivant consist of a Dorito with some sort of uh, yeah, that cream was, cheese? Yeah, that was a joke. And a squirt of tomato that ketchup. That was a joke. They sh- everything should have been like bite sized. And the best part was when they when they took out the little um, cocktail sticks with oh, the yeah, cheese yeah. on, and all the posh people were going. There, there was another oh, bit. No, I don't think so. Where the posh people, as usual, went a bit overboard. Somebody dropped a tomato on the floor, and it was a health and safety issue. <laughs> yeah. And they went on and on about it. I know it was ridiculous. I mean, what was the point of mithering them about it? I don't know. They should have just got one of them yellowy triangly things and just stuffed it over the tomato. <laughs> Don't um, go anywhere near the tomato. I mean, it wasn't exactly a banana, was it? Or a banana skin. No, that would have been a lot worse. But I've noticed they're keeping people in there who are annoying because obviously it makes better viewing. But I've I realised last night that the whole programme is, is fundamentally flawed for several reasons. First of all, the winner gets to work for Alan Sugar. Which I wouldn't want to work for Alan Sugar. Why not? What do you mean? I would get to the very end if I was privileged enough to go on the show, obviously. Yeah. And he would go, right, which one of you? And I'd say, can you just give it to the other person? Because I don't want to work for you. Why would you want to work for Alan Sugar? You're working for Alan Sugar in the middle of London, If you right? said that to Alan Sugar, he would go, he would lose it with you. Right? You're working for Alan Sugar in the middle of London, mm. and he's only going to pay you £100,000. Now, that to me is a similar, it's sort of a very mm, sort of mediocre job in London, right? And a lot of these people, right? are already earning more than that before they even go on the show. They just want to work for Alan Sugar. Well, I wouldn't work for him. What? There's somebody mooning up there. Very good. Um, anyway, I, that, that... You just throw... Me. Anyway, so you wouldn't work for Alan Sugar. One, you know, his companies, you know, always fail, right? What, like Amstrad? Amstrad, yeah, man, that's gone. What about when he, was, he made some Sky TV boxes? They, they were good. Yeah, but that was the only thing he was good at. Yeah. And now, now he's sold the company. Now he's doing nothing. Have you noticed in this season of Apprentice, he's in some sort of council sort of business park, right? And before he used to be in this big and with a guy, you know, in the in the red suit, and he used to open the door for you and everything. Well, what do you do then? If what does the winner actually do? You work for Alan Sugar in his new company, selling plasma TVs in the London Underground with advertising on it. So basically, he's an advertising company, right? So why would you want to go and work for a guy who's just, you know? Yeah, but it's just all, all about being on telly and stuff. I mean, yeah, but when you finish. Right? Yeah. And you've done you've won the telly. Are you really gonna take the job? Yeah, but have you seen you know that the apprentice started off in the United States? Yeah. There was a guy called Donald Trump, this who's a very, very famous businessman over there. Right. But he as well as being a successful businessman, he's also very flamboyant and, and quite a celebrity. Right. Now, when they came over to Britain to do it, they've obviously gone, Well, we need to find a businessman. Yeah. Someone who is well known. Now I would, for me, the, the the obvious one has got to be Richard Branson. Well, he's already done his own show. Well, yeah, but he's, you know, he's an obvious choice, isn't he? Because yeah, but he did his own show already. Well, I didn't know about that. No, he's done his own show. But 
Is that why he didn't do The Apprentice then? Probably. Okay. Because it seems to me that he would have been an ideal candidate. Everybody knows him. He's really famous. I can't stand him. No, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is that he is someone who is extremely well known and he's a businessman. Yeah. Now, how many businessmen are there in Britain like that? There's not that many, is there? There's not that many Donald Trump-style characters who are... They're businessmen, but they're also celebrities. Because Alan Sugar, he's had all the dealings with the football club as well, which has brought him into the public eye, and everyone knows who he is, you know, and he is a... But there's not many businessmen in Britain who are like that. The only ones we get to know about are the, the ones who fail, <laughs> funnily enough. But you see That's what I mean? Well. No, now, no, the, the I, problem I, is... I like Alan Sugar. I like right? Alan Sugar, and I like but the programme. I wouldn't work for him. Okay, but I'm so I'm not talking about working for him. I'm talking about the program itself is flawed in several respects, and the other, one of the other reasons it's flawed is because that the way that they are doing it to pick someone to work for him is terrible. Because the worst person could potentially get the job. No, that's no, it's not going to happen. Because if you remember, every t- every season they do one of these, they always put them through the standard interview process where they you know really do weed out the rubbish. Right, where he gets all his friends. Yeah, but then why bother with the whole ten because episodes? Because it'd be very, very boring if they just started a normal interview process and go there. Yeah, you go. which means that the whole program is just a waste of time. Yeah, but it's just a chance to see how stupid people can get. Yeah, but this is the thing I don't get. Why is it that they keep year after year picking these people who basically just have no common sense? It's the same thing every time. The, the challenges are always the same. Uh, you will be going to the town in uh, London. You will be selling. Uh, you know, these dolls. Now, when I started out, I was selling dolls and uh, I made lots of money. That's my Alan Sugar impression. And uh, they'll, what they'll do, they'll go, uh, right, does anybody know anything about dolls? And one of them will go, well, I used to play with dolls when I was a little girl. And they go, right, well, you be team leader then. And then they'll go and buy a load of dolls without doing any market research. They won't have a clue what the dolls are about. They won't know what's popular or what's not. And they'll turn up and go... Get your dolls, they'll put the price up to some stupidly high level to start with, and then they'll come down. In one part, in yesterday's, they started at £65, and the guy just went, yeah, we're not going to pay £65 a head for some for some snacks. And he went, all right then, what about 35 <laughs> He just halved it. And then he went, what about 1750 And the guy was going, no, no, that's not going to happen. And they went, all right, well, what about 15 then? It was like, yeah, well... All right, we'll go for it on 15. For the same thing that they were going to have for 65. So it's just obviously a stupid made-up price. No research, no nothing went into it. Well, the they, other thing they got I a noticed, Dorito with some uh, cream cheese and a bit of squirt of tomato ketchup. The other thing I noticed is Alan, Alan Sugar doesn't know how to say resume. He called it a resume. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw that. Did you notice that? I heard that. He, he called it a re- he, he said uh, something, something, something. Your resume here says that you did this, that, and the other. And I went, resume? It's not called a resume, it's called a resume. He's Jewish, isn't he? Um, I don't know, is he? What if well, he's probably got an accent. Well, maybe. So you wouldn't work for him? No, I wouldn't. Not even for 100 grand a year? No. A lot of money, 100 grand. Not when you're living in London and your penthouse is costing you 60 grand a year to rent it. Mm, maybe. Uh, and, he, and you have to work damn hard. Yeah. Well, it depends. If he just had you doing stupid errands, like trying to sell sandwiches. Or fish. <laughs> or clean cars. But, uh, no, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I think that's what happened with the, one, of the, he, one of the things he said was somebody's already pulled out. Well, I reckon they just thought, well, I've seen the Mickey Mouse, you know, set up they've got here. I've seen where he's operating from, some council estate somewhere. So, you know. <laughs> well, let me tell you what. I wish you and me could go on it because I reckon we'd just put everyone else to shame. 
And at the end, we could just say, if we, don't, we don't even want a job. We just wanted to show how stupid everyone most was. Of the, I'm not kidding you. Most of the, the uh, tasks, you could just say, I'm not going to work today. And your team would still win because the other team would make a loss. And you'd just break even. No, what you need, what they should do, I think, is not get all these high-flying superstars of business. They should just try and get regular people. And, I, and you know, people who've got good common sense. And just drop them in there. Because these are all people who, like, maybe they're academically well-qualified or they've worked in sales and they've got high sales figures. Well, as far as I'm concerned, anyone who's gone to college is clueless. Mm. Wait a minute. Didn't you go to college? Yeah, but I didn't actually go to college. Wait, but you did go to college, though, so that means you're clueless, according to your rules. Yeah, but I had an attendance of, like, 29%. All right. Is that why you're clueless? I was too busy doing the Alan Sugar thing, selling computers to students and... Bunking off. And did all the hard drives go wrong in the meeting? Yeah. I mean, I, surely you remember me uh, going for my graduation ceremony about, I don't know, four years ago or whatever it was. I wasn't here. Oh. I'd left the country. It took them ten years to tell me I'd passed. Ugh. You got the music, quiet. The music's playing again. Oh, yeah. Well, it always is. Hey, did you watch The Wire last night? No. Uh, I wanted to watch it, but I didn't. I just didn't have time. I was doing a lot well, of stuff. Well, I, I, I started watching it because everyone else was saying, we have to watch The Wire. The Wire's the thing. It's on see, starting from season one on Monday, and it's going to be on every night of the week for a couple of weeks. Blah, 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 blah. It's like it's like 24, for, you know, in, in a sort of detective thing, and you, you've just... And was it any good? Well, uh, you didn't bother watching it, did you? Well, I'm going to watch it. I just haven't had time yet. Well, it's it's old. Yeah, That's the first thing. It's, so what? Well, I was expecting you know, like computers and like cell phones and stuff. They don't, don't even know what cell phones are. Oh, okay. They got typewriters. It's like watching Cag- Cagney and Lacey. Well, I'll check it out. It was all right, but it, I, I'll give it one more episode tonight, and then uh, I'll I'll call it quits. Okay, doogie. Well, let's call it quits now. Okay. Good night, everyone. Good night. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.nickandrob.com.